Welcome to the All About TRH podcast, aka All About the Real Housewives, aka All About the Truth. Today, we're diving in the latest cheating scandal involving Real Housewives of Potomac star Robin Dixon. Robin recently revealed that she wasn't telling the truth about her husband's cheating scandal and told fans that you actually have to pay to hear more about it. But don't worry, we got all the juicy details and you can listen to it here for free. I'm also recapping The Real Housewives of Miami, which is the greatest of all The Real Housewives right now. So if you want to go straight to that, it should be at the 16-minute mark. Fans are actually so mad that they're demanding that Real Housewives of Potomac star Robin Dixon get fired, and I don't blame them. It's been a stale season on The Real Housewives, with most of the wives, including Robin, focused on Candace Dillard's husband, Chris Bassett, having a wandering eye, all while Robin has been hiding this huge secret. So let's talk timeline and why the scandal puts Robin on the chopping block. On the latest episode of The Real Housewives of Potomac, Karen accused Robin's fiance, Juan, of having another girlfriend. So Karen Huger had said that he had a blonde girlfriend who resembled Karen. And I kind of thought it was funny. There was no way that I believed it, even though he has cheated in the past. But I think when he said it resembled Karen, I don't know why. I was just like, okay, Karen's being full of herself. Um, But Robin denies this, and we even see her calling Juan on speaker to confront him, and he came off extremely defensive. That we should have known by his tone, he was guilty. So this season overall has been a big snooze fest with the ladies trying to, again, insinuate that Candace Dillard's husband, Chris, made, you know, Giselle uncomfortable, and then some other BS stuff with Ashley's friend. And I personally, I'm the first person to say, I am not a fan of Candace, but I thought the whole storyline was such BS, which is why this is the first season ever with Potomac that I have been so bored of that I refuse to watch live or even the next day. Like I'll watch when I'm literally so bored and it's like the last thing on TV because the season just seems so forced and things have now taken a turn after the episode aired with Robin Dixon going on her podcast and revealing that she has known all along that Juan, you know, cheated on her, or she says not cheated uh, ahead of season seven, but she never once brought it to the show. Instead, she said on her podcast that she would reveal details about the affair on her Patreon, which means you have to pay to hear details about the affair that she found out. And it's like, what the hell are you thinking? I already know Bravo producers are losing it at this point. Like here you are getting paid to be on this reality show and it's your job to put your life on the show. And let's point out you're getting paid very well to do this and you decide to hide it. Then promise people on your podcast that you will reveal details if you pay. So let's not forget that Potomac has already filmed the season seven reunion. So it's most likely that none of this even gets brought up there. And it just depends on this podcast that she has with Giselle. And let's get into what Robin even said about the affair. So when she talks about it, she tells her co-host Giselle Bryant that it began on Instagram. She says, yes. Juan was an idiot and he communicated with this woman on Instagram. He's bored. He needs attention. It's the pandemic, blah, blah, blah. However, they did not date. 
when Karen brought this up during their Mexico trip, Robin acted like Karen was crazy. I even thought she was. And it took me back to Margaret Joseph's bringing up Bill Aiden's affair on New Jersey. Jennifer Aiden never once denied it. She immediately revealed that her husband did have an affair. And then you see Robin laugh it off when it's true and recent and go a whole season not saying that it's true go a reunion not saying that it's true and then waits till this episode airs to say yeah there was something that happened so how did robin even find out about the other women so she said that the woman direct messaged both giselle and robin a hotel receipt with juan's name on it robin denies that juan ever met with a woman even though there was a hotel receipt Robin says that she was waiting for someone to bring it up on the show. And let's not forget that these two recently got married. Um, so despite all of this, they still got married. Like how low do you view yourself that you're going to protect your cheating man from looking bad and then marry him? So here we are watching Miami and every detail of Lisa go through it with her cheating husband, yet Robin deflects and stays silent. And it's so pathetic because she only told some details and then told people they need to pay up on her podcast if you wanted to hear the rest. When again, you're getting paid so well on a show to put it all out there. So how, how do you think the cast reacts to this? Obviously they are pissed. Chris Bassett, especially, and for good reason, is mostly mad. He tweeted, so wait, there were truths that were omitted, not filmed during our season. As a cast, we choose to tell falsehood and lies about innocent people all season long. And now we are charging for the truth. What the F? I'm good on this bullshit. Chris has tweeted quite a bit since all of this came out, and I don't blame him. Although husbands are not the stars of the show, the other ladies did try to make him part of the storyline. So I can see why he is upset. Karen tweeted, well, you don't say dot, dot, dot. Well, Wendy called it clown behavior. Candace had a good question asking why be open or genuine or authentic when the least us they can do is rob viewers of the truth and continually be rewarded for it. It's not entertaining. It's not interesting. It's whack is what she said. Chris also pointed out that Giselle and Ashley knew about this before the season and didn't bring it up. He wrote, that's your friend. Cool. But chose to lie as a distraction. I'm not mad at Robin, but the others are trash for that. Again, Chris makes another good point. Why should viewers tune in if this is all fake? A lot of people say reality TV is fake and I get it. I understand why people think that, but I don't think the Real Housewives is fake. I just think they are in situations that aren't usually... It, it, that they wouldn't usually be in, in the real world. Right. I mean, they get alcohol. Um, so of course drama will happen. They hang out with people that they can't even stand, but they're at every event with them. When in real life, if you can't stand someone, you're not going to hang out with them. You're not going to be with them and you're definitely not going to drink around them. Um, so now with all of this happening, it looks like, you know, the show is fake. Like they make up storylines to deflect and to protect certain people. And that's exactly what happened here is that Giselle and Ashley protected Robin. And these are two people who have like really big mouths and always put people's business out there. And now viewers are saying, okay, this show is fake. Um, and Chris is pissed. All right. I'm sorry, guys. I had to pause. I am. It is late right now. It is 930. 
Um, and, uh, there are dogs barking outside right now and they're so loud. And I was like, oh my gosh, they're distracting me. Um, and then my six month old, he is in the room next to me and I can hear him moving. So I was like, I gotta go check on him. But anyways, so I apologize for the pause, but back to all of this. Um, I actually saw a tweet recently that said, now we know why Robin was all depressed last season, acting like she couldn't get out of bed. It didn't have anything to do with the season changing or the pandemic. It was because Juan was in and out of hotels and that couldn't be more true. You know, this whole time, another fake storyline from her last season where she act depressed. And I'm not saying that she wasn't depressed, but the reason that she acted like she was depressed was not what actually was happening. And all of this went down during that time. I did some investigation and Robin did reveal more details on the affair. Again, you had to pay for it. I'm obviously not going to pay for it, but someone did recap it on Reddit. So here are the new revelations from Robin regarding Juan's affair. Apparently the lady lives in Canada. She had DM'd Juan in late 2020 Allegedly, the lady used to date an athlete. And then once travel restrictions were lifted, she messaged Juan and told him she was visiting her old boyfriend. She came to town a few days later, and then she reached out to Juan about losing her wallet and asked if he could pay for her hotel. Now get ready for the most bizarre part. This is coming from Robin, by the way. Robin claims that Juan thought she was visiting an ex, yet Robin says, that Juan did the noble thing by going to the hotel and putting his credit card down and get this, just walking away. So he paid for the hotel and he leaves. There's no way Robin believes what's coming out of her mouth. But Robin says the lady messages him again, asking why he didn't stay longer and asked that he pay for her hair. And I guess it doesn't sound like he gave her any more money. But in late 2021, the lady emailed Robin the receipts with the tea she didn't entertain it, and all Robin said was thank you. But the lady also DM'd Giselle, and she called Robin right away. But Robin and Juan at this point, they said they would work things out. And get this, Robin was mad that Juan entertained the lady because she sold the tea to the blogs. Like, really, Robin, that's why you were mad? Because of the blogs, not because it's disrespectful as hell to you? Robin says it's something they had to work through and it was part of the reason the wedding didn't happen sooner. Robin says there was no cheating between Juan and the lady, but Robin claims Juan's friends messed around with her. And I just want to say shout out to Fanny CPA for putting that on Reddit. Regardless if Robin believes whether they got physical or not, he was cheating. The fact that he was messaging her behind Robin's back and even went to a hotel to pay for the stay, that's a form of cheating. The fact that Robin still got married to this man and conveniently got married right before this episode aired is crazy. Let's just say that is the case, that Juan just paid for her hotel and left. I'd be even more pissed. Like You felt the need to use our money to pay for some nobody you have been flirting with on social media. He got nothing out of it. He just went and paid for it. None of it makes sense. And the fact that Robin is still protecting and lying for him is the scariest part. What's so sad is that she was extremely depressed and all this happened around the time, you know, the cheating went on. And I remember a scene where Juan, he told Robin her being depressed was a churn-off all while he was probably the main reason for it. Like here we have a real storyline and Robin decides to hide it despite getting paid to put her life out there. I understand why people are pissed just because it 
makes the show come off fake. And now it's alleged that Andy Cohen had Robin on Watch What Happens Live this week and that he snapped on her. It's alleged he fired her, but I don't know how true that is. All I know is it's going to air this Sunday and it's not going to make Robin very happy or she's not going to look good in it. Um, but I don't blame Andy for being extremely frustrated. I think at this point, the girls have given the Real Housewives a bad reputation with a fake storyline and they deserve some consequence. It's no wonder Robin didn't want her mom even at the wedding or around the little wedding that she was going to do. It means that her mom you know, obviously saw right through him and Robin probably was embarrassed or Robin even may have vented to her mother when all of this happened. Either way, them getting married makes no sense because they don't even seem into each other. When you watch them on the show, they don't even seem like they like each other. So for them to still be together makes zero sense, especially after cheating yet again. Former Real Housewives of Atlanta star Nene Leakes chimed in the drama calling Robin Dixon starless. When asked what that meant, Nene said, like these girls on the shows, they're just not stars. If you really look at it, all of the stars that were on any of these franchises, they took them off and everybody that is left is starless. Charmaine the God responded saying that Potomac had high ratings, but Nene wasn't swayed. She added, oh, does it? When was the last time you looked at those ratings? I mean, I don't think Robin was ever really a popular one, to be honest. Like when you think Real Housewives, you don't think Robin. So Nini's statement on that is irrelevant. And I do still think there are big stars on the show, but I just thought it was funny to hear Nini chime in the drama. And I don't think that she ever even liked Giselle or Robin for that matter. And one last thing, let's not forget Robin's tagline this season. When it comes to the truth, I always arrive on time. The fact that that's her tagline, yet she lied this entire season, is simply upsetting. And I think she lost any fan base she had. Again, I don't know how big her fan base was, but I truly can't see her coming back from this. She cheapened the show. She probably should be demoted or let go, which is also really sad to think about because she did this to protect a man who obviously never protected her. And it's sad to see someone lie and do all these terrible things to protect someone who at this point consistently disrespects her. And now she may lose her job all to protect something that came out. And when I say she did terrible things, I, you know, I'm talking about the storyline with Chris. They tried to deflect and make this Chris storyline a thing, hoping that this Juan stuff didn't come out. I do think Robin's comfortable and, you know, she likes the dynamic with Juan, even though there's clearly zero passion, zero chemistry, but for her to risk it all for this man is something I think she'll later regret. Keep in mind, Robin is the moneymaker, hence why she was pushing for a prenup and in case cheating happened again. And she stuck with this man through it all when he lost everything when he cheated in the past she still stayed with him all for him to do it again it's just it's really really sad and I'm interested to see what happens on that watch what happens live episode that is going to air this week on Sunday that's the Tiber Potomac but we're gonna recap Miami Miami has been by far my favorite franchise in a really long time. I feel like Miami deserves to be on Bravo, although I enjoy watching it on Peacock. I just feel like a lot of people don't have Peacock just because 
there are so many different streaming services that it's hard to keep up. Like I just had to cancel three different streaming services. I didn't even realize I had them. And it just begins to be a lot. So I understand why so many people don't have Peacock. Um, but if there is a streaming service you need, it is Peacock just because they have so many great shows. Um, and that's why I watch, I rewatch all of the episodes of The Real Housewives. But the last two seasons have been absolute fire regarding Real Housewives of Miami. Everything about the show, just even the like dynamic, just Miami, it's all incredible. They really bring it. So I'm going to recap the recent episode. And if you aren't watching, listen to this recap because you'll realize that this is a show you're missing out on. And like I said with Potomac, it got to a point where it was like my last resort of a show to watch. Whereas in Miami, it's 8 a.m. on a Thursday. I have screaming kids. And all I can think about is the new episode that I can't wait to watch. I love those type of shows. And Real Houses of Miami is that. So while I recap this, I want you to know that I mostly forward any of Julia's scenes. Um, one of the main housewives in Miami. I hate fake storylines. We just learned of a fake storyline with Potomac. And now Julia has this adoption storyline that is so fake that I'm not willing to listen to it. It, it gives me Melissa Gorka vibes, right? Remember the fake storylines when it came to her suddenly wanting another kid? We all knew she didn't want another kid or her wanting to be a singer or her looking for a long lost sister that never even existed. I hate, hate, hate the fake storylines. And maybe Bravo isn't doing a great job because they pressure people to have a storyline. But even if that's the case, this storyline is not something I give a crap to listen to. And maybe one day they will adopt and I'll feel like an idiot, but I don't think that day is ever going to happen. And I have no interest in it regardless. Also, I'd like to get Julia off the show. I'm not sure who casted her, but I'd like her to be replaced even with her wife, Martina, because she's so much more interesting. And Julia is someone who she just gives me weird vibes. She gets like offended by everything. She comes off uptight. She doesn't mesh with these ladies. So I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch her. I don't care. And I won't discuss her scenes aside from what I've just talked about because I literally forward her scenes. And for some reason, they give her a lot of scenes. I don't know if it's just because like I can't stand watching it, but she seems to have a lot of scenes. Um, but moving forward. So during this episode, Alexia plans a gringo dinner. I don't even think I'm saying it right, but she plans a gringo dinner with a few of the ladies and their husbands. But in a confessional, she says she's still very upset with Nicole for disrespecting her and her home, but still decided to go through the dinner. Uh, Nicole and Anthony attend as well as Gertie and her beautiful and very silent, which I love, husband Russell. Marisol and Steve join while, of course, Todd comes with Alexia. And they try to explain what gringo meant, but everyone's explanation did not make sense because I think they were scared to say something that may be offensive, but I think the word is offensive to a lot of people. Um, but thankfully, Google helped me understand and listed the definition as a person, especially an American, who is not Hispanic or Latino. So basically every guy that they are dating or married to um, or engaged to. So everyone is at the gringo dinner making jokes, laughing, when all of a sudden, Alexia goes off. Alexia brings up the fact that Nicole hasn't apologized for her behavior at her home last week when she hired a family attorney to come speak to the ladies. She did this because she thought it was necessary after the whole Lenny cheating on Lisa and having no compassion thing happened. They were all very shook about it. Um, even though they 
expected or they weren't surprised mm -hmm. by it. They were still shook about how he's just handled things. So when Alexia brings up the topic, you can tell Nicole is, she's confused. I genuinely believe Nicole had no idea Alexia was upset with her. But now she knows. Alexia thought it was classless that Nicole would toss her American Express at the lawyer to prove a point and how insulting it was to the attorney. But I thought about this and my husband's an attorney. And if someone tossed a black American Express card at him, I think he'd be thrilled. Uh, so I, I don't really understand why anyone would get offended by that. Um, I think what's happening is that Alexia is looking for a problem when it comes to Nicole and maybe Nicole's like an easy target. And I am a fan of Alexia. So as I watch this, I'm Alex, I'm like thinking like, Alexia, please, no, stop. Like enough is enough, but she just can't stop. It gets to a point where the husbands even start getting involved. And I just hate when husbands get involved in these things. Hence why we need to protect Russell at all costs, because he's a saint. He's an angel. Just looking at him, you could tell he didn't even want to be there. And I thought it was so funny because he just looked like, what the hell is happening? He looked over it. And that was the last place that he wanted to be. And I appreciate that because I don't like the thirsty husbands. So I like a husband like him who is like, why am I here? I can't believe you made me come here. But it's still very supportive to his wife, just not of like the drama with the other wives. Um, Todd and Anthony, they start going at it because Anthony says – you know, if she offended the lawyer, then they'll send him flowers and chocolate. You know, he was being sarcastic, but Todd gets even more pissed. And then Todd starts bringing up the fact that Anthony has a practice of three attorneys, basically saying Anthony isn't shit, but excuse my language. But um, I think Anthony's house tells us otherwise, and he seems very successful. Whether he has three employers or not, which he clarifies he has 187 employees, he's obviously very successful, and that shouldn't be taken away. But I just thought it was really ugly of Todd and that they were going too far. Like, I can see the wives go ham with low blows, but for them to do that was just weird. Gertie even said in a confessional that she was proud of her husband, again, protect Russell at all costs, because he would never get involved in fight between women. And I agree. I, I don't really understand why they both got involved and they both got so upset. I understand backing your wife, but I just think they shouldn't have been involved in this. Or maybe they shouldn't, this shouldn't have even gotten brought up with the guys because it was so awkward and you don't want the men to not like each other. Alexia and Nicole, they do end up meeting alone to talk about it. And Nicole genuinely apologizes, but Alexia keeps pressing the issue which again makes me pissed because I just think these girls do this stuff for a storyline or they know they have to bring it or they're like on the chopping block. So they act 10 times more mad than they would if the cameras weren't rolling. I could be wrong and I like Alexia, so I just need her to relax a little. I wasn't that much of a fan of, of Nicole last season, um, but I do think she stands up for herself. So I'm starting to like her. But then I stopped liking her during the episode when she tells Alexia the obstacles she's gone through as a doctor being Latina and being so pretty. It was just too much. Let us say you're pretty, Nicole. We don't need to hear you say that every time you talk about being a doctor. We'll say that because you are absolutely beautiful. But you talking about it, I don't know, something about it, unlikable. Um, Nicole and Alexia, they do get to a good point, but it was just annoying watching Alexia almost make her beg for forgiveness or not allow her to apologize without like still going in on her. Now, 
As far as Queen Lisa goes, she's having such a tough time. She's already so thin, but the stress is making her lose even more weight. So Larsa and Kiki, they take her out to get her mind off Lenny, but that backfires because she can't stop talking about him and the girls seem over it. But imagine being with someone for that long, having kids with them and not only going through a divorce, but he's being so terrible to her. Like this was her best friend. And now he's acting like her enemy saying she needs to get out of the house. He's just being so ugly about everything. Then he's so out there with his girlfriend. Like it, this takes time. You're not going to get over it and you're going to want to keep talking about it, but because you're at a point where you probably just feel really bad for yourself and you're still so shocked by this because just a few weeks before that, everything according to you seemed fine and seemed normal. So I don't blame her for continuing to talk about it. I mean, I feel like I'd be the same way because I probably wouldn't be able to comprehend that this is now my life. So I understand completely what she's going through. And I actually saw an article today of Lenny accusing Lisa of alienating their kids against him. But I think he will soon realize that he's done that himself because he's treated their mother so poorly. And I just, it makes me think about a scene. So I don't know if any of you guys caught this, but in the last episode, he walks into his house and he doesn't even greet his kids. And this is all on camera. He seems annoyed that, you know, everyone's still in the house. And I'm sure I will give him this. I'm sure he's very annoyed that the cameras are there. But, you know, imagine how his kids are going to feel seeing this one day. You can't protect your curious kids from seeing stuff as they grow. And, you know, I'm, I come from divorced parents. I would, if I knew it was filmed, like I'd go back and see what exactly went wrong, what happened. Any kid would and will. So they're going to eventually do that. But I just remember him walking in and him hearing his kids, like they were in the main area, it seems, and they were with Lisa and he didn't even greet them. And I just thought about my husband who when he comes home, my kids run to him. It is like they're the most favorite time for them. Like they're always asking when's dad coming home. So uh, I can't imagine like my husband doing that to me, which I would just feel so sorry for the kids. So I think he's alienating himself with his actions. And again, I think they're going to see this, but anyways, in new court document documents, I'm sorry, obtained by page six, Lenny claims that, and I'm sorry, I'm reading this right now. Um, from the article, but Lenny claims that Lisa was initially gracious and would allow him to see the kids at any given moment, but now has began talking about talking poorly about him to the kids, allegedly over his girlfriend. In an example provided in the documents, Lenny claims Lisa told the kids, your dad wants to take you to be with the woman he's leaving us for. The plastic surgeon alleges in court documents that Lisa refuses to allow the kids to sleep over out of fear of them meeting his girlfriend. And I don't blame them, um, blame Lisa for this. I know, I, I know you're not supposed to involve the kids. I don't think she's involving the kids necessarily. I just don't think she wants them around her and I don't blame her. The way all of this has came about has been really poor. He's been such an asshole about it. So I don't blame her 
for not wanting them around her. And I, and he's classless. I don't see him being like, you know what? I don't want you to meet my kids right now. Like it's a touchy subject. This is all change for them. I see him literally being so savage and the second they get to the house, she's there. And I get that eventually Lisa's going to have to get over it, but that takes time. And this is all so soon that I agree with Lisa here. I understand why she is feeling the way that she is about it, whether it's wrong or right. I don't know. I'm sure it's wrong. I don't know. Just because you obviously don't want the kids involved. But I think that if he cared, he would go about everything a complete different way. So the plastic surgeon alleges in court documents that Lisa refuses to allow the kids sleep over out of fear, meeting the girlfriend again. And, um, Lisa responded by saying, my estranged husband continues to share his false perception of reality to the courts. I have now and will always encourage my children to have the best relationship with their father. Having two loving parents will always be my priority for my children. That being said, what kind of mother would I be if I didn't try to stop my husband's girlfriend, the self-proclaimed home-wrecking whore, from going anywhere near my children? Oh my God, this is getting really bad, you guys. This is getting pretty bad. Um, but again, with time, it'll get better. He's super classless about it and he doesn't care about her feelings. And also I'd like to know that this girl is pretty classless too. She filed a restraining order against Lisa. The courts, they dropped the restraining order. Um, so obviously, and this girl has went on interviews, has said things about Lisa, um, she's also super classless. That's why her and Lenny are made for each other. And, um, I know a lot of people, whenever I talk about the girl, they're like, okay, Lenny's the problem. Don't blame the girl. I would like to note that she was actually married. She got married in 2019. And, uh, may I say that the person that she was married to was extremely good looking. He was, you know, probably around her age, extremely good looking. They seemed very happy, but again, social media, it's very fake. Who knows? But you know, she was married at the end of the day. It doesn't even matter happy or not. They were both married. So when I speak poorly of her, I feel like it's valid because she was also married. She wasn't innocent here. She wasn't groomed by this man. They were both married. They both cheated. They're both made for each other. Um, so she's very classless. And if it were me, I wouldn't want my kids around her either because she's going to the media speaking poorly about me. She hasn't handled it graciously either as he. So I completely understand. Lenny now wants the court to order Lisa to attend counseling and order a cease and desist bearing his estranged wife from making any bad comments about him to the kids. It's, it's just all getting so ugly. I feel terrible for the kids, but I do think if Lenny cared about how the kids felt, he would have handled everything, this whole situation, how he went about everything so much differently, but he didn't. Thank you guys for listening to the All About TRH podcast. We just opened an Instagram account at All About TRH podcast where we're going to share clips um, please follow us, support, uh, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at all about TRH. Check out allabouttrh.com for the latest updated news on all your favorite Real Housewives. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. 
With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.